We're studying Hebrews. We're in chapter 10. We just crossed the big uh, divide, the Grand Canyon, moving out of doctrine and into application. And what we get here is this plea uh, from the writer uh, of this letter, of this um, letter in the form of a Hebrew sermon. Uh, we get a plea to draw near to God, to do all that we can in light of what Jesus has done and secured, to do all that we can to remain close to God. Therefore, since we have confidence in the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, open for us through the curtains, that is, his body, and since we have a great high priest, let us draw near to God, hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, considering how we may encourage one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking meeting together and encouraging one another. So I want to note that, um, that what we're being told is that we're to hold unswervingly to the hope that we have in Jesus, not to wishful thinking, but to the hope that we have in Jesus, the confidence that we have in who Jesus is. But I want to suggest to you that there's a difference between holding on to that hope and holding unswervingly onto that hope. So we need to have a firm grasp of that hope. Uh, we cannot let it slip out of our hands. We live in a broken world. There's going to be headaches and hassles and trials and setbacks and all kinds of uh, heartache. And we're not living by sight. We're living by faith. And so we've got to do what needs to happen to cultivate growing faith. This is on you. It's on me, but at this moment, it's on you. <laughs> so uh, we try to do, I try to do, uh, church tries to do what it can do to help people grow. But ultimately, uh, we stand before God uh, alone with Christ. Uh, and, and we're making these decisions about how we're going to live our life and what we're going to do and where we're going to devote our time and how we're going to spend our money. And all these things shape our lives. They shape our heart. And we're being told that we've got to hold unswervingly to the hope that we have in Christ. And uh, other writers, especially Paul, will talk about how we have got to press on towards the goal for the prize of the higher calling of God in Christ Jesus, right? Setting aside what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead, right? We've got to, we've got to prioritize things. We've got to take control of our life. I don't know of anybody uh, that wakes up and discovers that they have, um, you know, in their sleep, lost weight, uh, caught up on work, and learned a second language, right? It doesn't happen by accident. We don't slide into spiritual maturity. We have got to do what needs to be done. And uh, so one of the things that gets pointed out here is that uh, we need to draw near to God. Uh, and we're being told that, uh, that we need to draw near to God by having a heart that is open to God, a sincere heart. And I think that means, among other things, that we are, um, we are transparent with God. God knows, so it's not like we're telling him things that he doesn't know. Uh, but we are, we are, if you read the Psalms, you see that there's a lot of uh, honesty on the part of the psalmist, of, of, of saying what is going on in their heart, of processing that out loud before the Lord. And so we've got to do what we can uh, to cultivate a heart that is after God. There's more. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Have a good day.